Steady Picks Radio. Welcome into Happy Hour. I'm your host, Ricky, here with Donnie Boy. How we doing? It's finally here, Ricky. Finally here, March Madness. You know I've been waiting to have this podcast with you, my man, for a long time now. Let's talk. Let's talk, Donnie. Yeah, so so Selection Sunday, uh, just just two days ago, we have this full bracket. Uh, these these playing games will get underway uh, tonight, and, and I can't wait. All right, it's like an overwhelming amount to cover. So what we're going to do here, Donnie, is we're going to do half of the bracket picks today. And by bracket picks, I mean we're going to go through all of the first-round matchups in the Midwest and the West regions. And then tomorrow we'll do the South and the East, uh, if that sounds good to you. Yeah, let's jump right in. All right, my man. First game, I want to start in the West. And I want to start at the bottom of the West with the two seed, UCLA taking on UNC Asheville. Let me get you a line, Donnie, but talk to me as I pull this up. Yeah, uh, biggest you know takeaway from uh, from this UCLA team is is the loss of of their big Jalen Clark. Um, we'll see how much that affects them in this tournament. Uh, we saw them lose in the Pac-12 championship to, to Arizona. Um, I think they, what's the line? So the line is 17 and a half right now. I'm going to stay away from, you know, from the, from the spread in this one. I think UCLA, although it's a big, big loss to them, they should have enough to, you know, get through, get through the first round here. And just to touch on that injury a bit, because while, you know, I am familiar with this UCLA team, how big of an impact is that injury to their, the number one defense in the nation, which is where they currently sit? I mean, like, scale of one to ten, Donnie, how significant is that injury? Oh, I think it's pretty significant. Um, I think he's a large part in why, you know, they're the number one ranked you know, defense on adjusted uh, defense on Kempom. It'll just be interesting to see, you know, if and when it catches up to them. You know, this West region is absolutely loaded. You know, we have number one seed Kansas uh, coming in at, at nine on uh, overall on Kempom. UCLA second on Kempom. Gonzaga eighth. Uh, UConn fourth. St. Mary's 11th. So you have five of the top 11 uh, overall teams on Kempom in the same region. It's just nuts. And, and it's, this is going to be, you know, probably the craziest bracket uh, region, I should say, uh, that we'll have this year. Donnie, I did not realize that until I really like until I started looking through this entire West, these teams got shafted that got put in here. This is a bloodbath. Even St. Mary's is in here too. Oh my gosh. Right. And then you have uh six TCU who, who went into Allen Fieldhouse early in the year, which, which no one is successful in doing. And they beat, can't beat the brakes off Kansas by 20. So there's just another team that you can throw into the mix here. That is just talented and, and can make a run at this thing. Well, that's a great note. We're going to we'll move on to the next matchup up here, which is the 7 seed Northwestern taking on the 10 seed Boise State. It's a one and a half point spread. The favorite is Northwestern. What are you thinking? I'll likely have a play on Boise here. Um I'll have Boise in all my brackets to to advance through this first round. You know, in years past we've talked about it. I've been, you know, high on the Big 10 
come tournament time, but last year they, you know, they fell right on their face. Um, and, and we saw the exact same from this mountain West conference, uh, last year, I believe they did not pick up a win, had a handful of teams make the tournament, but unable to pick up a win. Uh, I think Boise does it here. This should be a, a great defensive matchup. And, and I got Boise to come out on top on this one. I'll likely have a play on, on Boise state money line. Okay. Got the 10 seed advancing. Uh, next game is Gonzaga taking on Grand Canyon. Gonzaga's a tricky team. Donnie, are you sold? Could they make a run? I think they can make a run. Um, I, I, I see them taking down, uh, or at least making it to this elite eight. Um, and I feel confident in that. This, yes, this is a team that hasn't been able to, to get over that hump and, and win the national championship. But, but I trust you, Timmy. Um, they have they have the talent. They have that uh, veteran leadership. I think they'll have no problem in the first round here. They do will have a tough matchup um, if TCU gets through the first round. Uh, I really like that TCU team. They get Mike Miles back, but but as far as this matchup here, uh, won't be on the spread. But but Gonzaga should roll through this this first round matchup. You know what I think is flying under the radar a bit. This year with Gonzaga, Donnie. That's here. Mark Few finally has not the weight of the world on his shoulders. Like the last few years, he has had so much pressure leading into these tournaments and, you know, been a consensus favorite that finally here he is. They kind of like flying under the radar a bit. Obviously, they they made some noise in the in their tournament, but I don't know, man. I agree with you. Number one in terms of adjusted offensive efficiency in the nation. I like them. I like them. Are you yeah, betting them? Real quick, they, it's worth noting, they just took it to uh, St. Mary's in that West Coast Conference uh, tournament championship, beat them by, by 26. So they're in good form here. They're rolling into the tournament, uh, you know, in the right direction. Yeah, I took a, I took a pretty big loss in that one. Um, do you have interest in betting them? I'm, uh, I'm pulling up a spread for you right now. It's uh, this is actually a, I believe, a Friday game. Give me one moment. Seeing here. sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, no play for me. I, I don't like laying these, you know, big spreads. Um, but like I said, I think Gonzaga should roll here, and and the spread, you know, shows that. Nothing for me either. We shall uh, keep it rolling. Next game, we've got TCU taking on the winner of the play-in game, Arizona State. My Sun Devils taking on Nevada. Let's go there for a moment to start real quick in the the play-in game because my Sun Devils are laying two and a half. Yeah, they've kind of been, you know, you said it before, they've been a hit-or-miss team. You know, they've played some some really good teams tough, and they've also – you know, falling flat on their face. Um, regardless of who wins this game, I see TCU advancing. Um, TCU currently sitting at 27th on uh, Kempom. This defense is, is tough, man. It's tough to crack. Uh, I think they'll have no problem getting through this first round, regardless of their matchup. So you see this game as essentially a ticket to get punched in the mouth by TCU next round. Yeah, I mean, TCU struggles shooting the three. Um, you know, we've seen them go cold, take some poor shoot, take some poor shots, but I think this defense uh, does enough to get them 
you know, into the second round of the tournament. Okay. Um, this next game, Donnie, is a really interesting one because I know you you were high on UConn even preseason. You remained high on them, to my knowledge, throughout the year. There's people calling for Iona to to give them some trouble here. Um, what are you thinking in this matchup? Yeah, they kind of – I shouldn't say a tough draw, but, but you know, uh, Rick Pitino is that savvy coach who – it's not someone you want to play come March. Um, but I still think UConn rolls here. Uh, too talented, too athletic. Um, I still have them making, you know, a deep run and I believe I'll be, I'll be having them in the final four as of right now. So I made an early bet here. I got an eight and a half. Um, it looks like the line, the best line right now is at nine at bet rivers. You, 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 from like a betting standpoint, you comfortable laying nine or you think you, you laid the points, correct? I laid the points. Yeah. I took UConn. Yeah, that's the side I would be on. Um, not many plays in this West region. Uh, you know, I told you this, this is just loaded with with good with good teams and and teams that I could see. You know, easily five six teams. You know, make it out of this region. Um, so no play for me here, but I would lean UConn. Cool. We'll keep it moving. Uh, final note there, Iona. For all the people who are buying into the upset here, I mean. This team lost to Ryder, Quinnipiac, Siena. I mean, like, no, they're not. They're not beating UConn. I'm not buying it. Next game, Donnie, St. Mary's VCU. This one, I am a bit worried about the upset on St. Mary's. What do you think? Me too. Uh, me too, Ricky. Um, Brutal draw. Right. Um, St. Mary's wants to play this really slow-paced game. Um, I'm kind of at a standstill with this one. Um, leaning to lay the points, but as far as, you know, who advances through this first round, um, I'm still up in the air. What do you got? I just don't – so for me, it's like you look at – you just go by the numbers here with VCU. 140th in adjusted offensive efficiency – there's nothing crazy on that side of the ball that should have you feeling overly confident. It's a very good defense, but St. Mary's Donnie almost qualifies for that whole Kempom thing, like top 35 in adjusted offense and top, I think it's 15 in defense. They're the ninth defense, 40th offense. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm torn. Truthfully. Um, I'm going to lay the points with St. Mary's, and just hope that that Gonzaga game was just getting that out of their system and they're going to hit the ground running here. But I am a bit worried about it. Yeah, I, so VCU is certainly, um, you know, a live dog. I believe they come in on quite a impressive winning streak, uh, VCU, that is. Yeah. Like winners, winners of nine straight, it looks like. So they're playing their best basketball. Uh, kind of roll through that Atlantic 10 tournament with um, two two double-digit wins and, and take care of Dayton uh, by 12. Yeah, they, they rolled through the Atlantic 10 conference tournament. Uh, didn't even have a close game, but we'll see, man. That's, that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, let's see what we got next here. 
Arkansas at Illinois. This Illinois squad, another one that you had an eye on early. Yeah, this is this is going to be a fun one. Uh, you know, in my eyes, we have two um, on the Arkansas. They they have some highly touted um, potential NBA prospects, um, and I've loved this Illinois team, but they've just been so uh, almost like a roller coaster this year. Um, you know, play a full 40 minutes of basketball and then they run it out the next night and they fall flat on their face. So that's a tough team to back, you know, uh, come March. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with Arkansas here. Uh, but it wouldn't shock me if, you know, if Illinois advances through this first round and even gives Kansas a run for the money in the second, like that's just the way this Illinois team is. They have the talent, they have the, you know, the transfers in there, but it's just been so hard to back them. And we have, Two excellent coaches in this in this eight nine matchup. Arkansas just a year ago it was that lead eight run, I believe. Not the same not the same uh, roster construction, but but I love this eight nine matchup here. I'll I'll definitely be tuned into this one. You're making me nervous. I got I got a bet on the Illinois money line, really for like what you noted on man they, with the, between the transfer portal I just feel like this team really tried to set themselves up to be able to make a run if they got in they got in and they get a fresh slate despite uh like you said the shaky last couple months especially but um yeah I took a money line so we'll see uh, real quick just just um like I talked about before with this big 10 it's just a little worrisome that that Penn State granted Penn State is a good team they played well throughout the Big Ten tournament but for them to just you know roll through this uh Big Ten tournament and get into the the tournament final before losing to Purdue uh it just worries me a bit about this Big Ten and and how good some of these teams actually are it seems like they all have one consistent factor which is like inconsistency literally like all of them have had their their up and downs and yeah, man, it's it will be interesting. So you're you're a bit worried about this conference heading in that they might get exposed. Yeah, big time. Well, what they they send quite quite a handful of teams um, into the tournament, and I don't know. I'm I'm kind of fading the Big Ten this year, which I I usually don't. And last year, you know, I said it before, I was clearly wrong. Uh, so I'm a little skeptical here about this Big Ten uh, in March. Um, hey, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Next game is a – should be a blowout. Kansas-Howard, I don't know if there's much to be said here. Um, rather than asking you about this game, unless you do see a potential upset, I'm going to ask you, is Kansas your least favorite one seed out of the group given – um, like the, the how loaded the West is. Like, is this is this your first exit of a one seed? Yeah, they just have a gauntlet to go through. Um, Arkansas, Illinois, not going to be you know a uh, a walk in the park. And then there's just a handful of teams they're going to have to go through before they even get to that elite eight matchup. Um, whether it's Gonzaga, UCLA, you know, the list goes on and on of these these teams that are ranked so highly on Kempom that they're going to have to go through. And that's just tough to do. Um, You'll get a kick out of this, Donnie from a future standpoint. Listen to this. This is, you can't make this up. 
I have Kansas. I have St. Mary's. I have UConn. I have Gonzaga. And I have UCLA. And I've only made seven futures bets total. So five of my seven are in one fucking region. And this is those were placed prior to, you know, Selection Sunday? Well prior. Like That's some crazy. of them months ago. I this is a nightmare for my future's <laughs> sake, well, but well, maybe. or one goes through, or maybe um yeah, I don't know. We'll see, but that's not what you want to see looking at right. this. Ugh. So um all right, you want to move to the Midwest? Yeah, let's hit it. Texas Colgate, the old toothpaste school, looking for an upset. <laughs> what do you got? No, I love Texas this year. Um, I have to keep an eye on on Timmy Allen. Uh, missed the Big Ten or missed two games in the Big 12 tournament. But they just rolled through Kansas. I mean, rolled through them. Looked great. Uh, they fit that mold for, you know, that uh, for these past recent winners uh, on Kempom. 18th uh, offensive efficiency, 11th in defensive efficiency. I think this team can make a run. And they've kind of rallied around, you know, Chris Beard being gone and this interim uh, head coach they brought in. Uh, I love Texas here, two seed out of out of the uh, Midwest region, you know, to to make a run to the Final Four. Yeah, they've they've faced a lot of adversity. Um, I was surprised that with that that kid being out, how they just put the hammer down on Kansas. It didn't seem to matter. Um, Thirteen and a half. Does it have your interest? No, like I said before, I don't love laying these big spreads. Um, I do have several bets, but it's looking like uh, not many are from from these two regions. Uh, actually, we'll have two two in the Midwest coming up, uh, but no play for me, for me here on Texas. Uh, but I, I got them going to the Final Four out of this out of this Midwest region, and I still don't understand if you look at uh, the futures market. I know Houston's been unbelievable. They they measure out on Kempom. I don't think they should be, you know, the shortest odds to to win this whole thing. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, especially with Texas looming down there in in the Midwest. I mean, they got a little bit of injury concerns of their own. We don't know if Sasser is a hundred percent. Yeah, man, I'm I'm with you. One one thing I just wanted to touch on on Colgate. Because um, this is another one that the maniacs like myself are, you know, looking to see. Number one in the nation, Donnie, in effective field goal percentage. Number one in the nation in three-point percentage. Um, you know, their offense grades out really high in all the adjusted metrics, but their defense is really bad. So I just, yeah, it's it's just worth noting, though, that they, they do have a – an interesting offense, I'll say. Yeah, and that's the thing. That doesn't really um, – unless you, you know, shoot the lights out, you got a chance to upset anybody. But, you know, shots aren't falling. I Come tournament time, I like – I really like the teams that, you know, measure out um, within the numbers defensively. You know, can when shots aren't falling, ways. can you get those stops? Can you get out in transition? Things of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on Texas here. At, I don't think we have to say anything more on this one. Agreed. Penn State, Texas A and M. I think it's for time me. for you know this Nittany Lion magical run to uh, come to an end here. I'm on A and M. I'm on A and M uh, minus the two and a half. 
I think Penn State just, yes, they looked excellent. Uh, yes, they ha- they're filled with fifth-year guys, senior guys. Uh, but this A&N team is just playing a really good brand of basketball. And I'll, I'll lay the two and a half here. Opposite sides, Donnie. I'm going, I'm taking a three and a half. Um, yep, still available at BetMGM. I'm grabbing a three and a half on Penn State because I got big concerns about that A&M offense. I saw them get ice cold. What was it yesterday or a couple days ago against Bama? They went like 10 minutes without a field goal. I mean, I think Penn State has all of, and I, I hate to be on the opposite side of you especially, but I'm actually going to take the points and the money line here and hope that they stay hot. But we'll see, man. You, you, I feel like you feel that Penn State is kind of a fluke, this run toward the end of the season. You're not really buying it? Maybe a fluke isn't the right word. I think they've just been, uh, you know, just playing a little bit in over their head. And I think, you know, uh, a tough-tested Texas A&M team is going to give them trouble. Uh, they're long, athletic, and I don't know. It's tough to base A&M off of, you know, their performance against Alabama. Alabama has just been, you know, a little different uh, the whole season. And, and A&M beat Bama, you know, just a couple weeks ago. Granted, they were at home. That was nonsense, Donnie, that game. I watched – did you watch the end of it? Uh – I don't know. It was a – so Bama played the worst first half they played all season. They literally went like 2 of 19 from the three-point line. By the end of the game, to sum it up, they had like actually pulled ahead. They were winning, and I'm not one to like bitch about refs, even though I definitely – I do do that. But this, <laughs> this game, Donnie, I'm telling you, the call came in. They said Texas A&M's got a cash. It was like – it was something like I've never seen, but – yeah, I mean, I'm looking at their metrics now. You're, I mean, 30th in adjusted offensive efficiency, but 254th in effective field goal percentage. So kind of like conflicting. Um, I don't know, but you like them. We'll leave it there. I like A&M here. Uh, minus two and a half over at Bet Rivers for one unit. All right. Next bet or next game, we got Xavier taking on what is it Kennesaw State did I say that right yep Kennesaw State uh I'll be on Xavier here don't have you know too big of a lean one way or the other against the spread um yeah just give me Xavier to advance through the pool Uh, I don't have much else on this game trying to just see if there's anything worth noting about Kennesaw State They rank outside the top 100, uh, both offensive and defensive efficiency. I I mean, they're a good three-point shooting team, but I don't see anything here that would raise the eyebrows. So, um, I'll tell you what, though, Ricky, this Big East, um, they got a shot to make some noise in this thing. Uh, I love Creighton over in that south region. Um, Xavier's done some really good things this year. I don't know. Feels weird without Nova. Um, making For like, sure. Yeah, but we'll see. Creighton has been another one. We'll, we'll get to that game um, either today or tomorrow, but we'll dive into that. So you're on Xavier. From a betting standpoint, are you are you laying the – let's see. Let's get a line here. 
it's kind of like frustrating to go back and forth between Friday and Thursday, these games. 11 and a half. I'm seeing 11 and a half on, on DraftKings. Don't know what the best number in the market is. That looks to be the consensus. No, no play for me. Man, Donnie, I feel like I'm going to put a half unit on them. This is a, like, just by the metrics, these teams are far apart. Um, so I'm going half unit play there. Next game. Uh, let's go Drake. Or, I'm sorry. Yeah, let's go Indiana. and Or uh, Iowa State, sorry. There we go. Iowa State and the winner of the Mississippi State and Pitt game. <clears throat> yeah, Mississippi State um, versus Pitt tonight. Uh, nine something tip off. I will. I do like Mississippi State here. Uh, just another Pitt team. I think you know, kind of played in over their head uh, during the middle of that season. Had a really nice stretch, and now we've signed, kind of seen them, you know, fall back. Uh, shouldn't say reality. They uh, they've done a really nice job this year, but I'm just going to be on Mississippi State uh, in a down ACC this year. Uh, I think Mississippi State has enough length, enough defense to to get them home, uh, get to this first-round matchup with Iowa State. Okay, and let's talk about Iowa State for a minute because they made a, a little bit of noise in their tournament. Uh, they knocked off Baylor. You sold, like, they they were at, at one point in the season for the, the college basketball fans, if you don't remember, like, this was the top 10 team consensusly, like, viewed as a threat, and then they kind of hit a tough stretch. Um, playing in that Big 12, too, is obviously some of, like, a lot of good teams in there. They held their own. Yeah. Uh, I think Iowa State could get through to the to the Sweet 16 here. Uh, that would be a fun matchup with Xavier. Is there any way we could find the betting line if they were to play on Kempom, or is that not possible? For, uh, I don't, let me check real quick. I don't think it forecasts ahead. It would only give you this, this matchup. Right, right. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah, it. I'm, I'm curious about that one. Um, as far as the brackets go, I, I actually do have Iowa State uh, getting into Sweet 16, beating Xavier in that second round. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I like Mississippi State. I'll be on them for a half unit tonight. Um believe it's two and a half. I'll have to double check on, on what number I got. Okay. Um, all right. So we'll keep an eye in that second round matchup, but moving to this next one, I got a dog here, Donnie, Kent state, Indiana. And I know you, you and I both have Indiana futures tickets, but I'm calling, I'm calling upset. Talk to me. What are you thinking? I just think this might be a little bit trendy of a pick. Um, but this Kent State team is very good. Um, and we've talked about already today about the Big Ten teams. Uh, I don't know. I, I trust I trust Indiana enough to, to get over, you know, the round one game. But I'm All not right. sure. I'm not sure how far they can really go in this thing. Let me let me ask you this: What has changed since you and I were on a podcast, what three weeks ago, and both of us felt this team could make a legitimate run to a, a national championship? Is it 
Like I'm just I'm just trying to go back here. They they lose to Penn State. Um, they beat Maryland in the opening round of the the Big Ten tournament. But I mean, like looking at the metrics too, they they're just outside of those Ken Palm qualifications. Curious to see, you know, I'm guessing we can get better odds or I'm almost positive we can get better odds than we did when we placed the bet uh, two weeks ago. But I'm curious to see, you know, I'll tell exactly you right where now. they're at right now. Yeah, give me give me one moment and we'll take a quick look because. So I'm seeing 55 to one. Oh, we got bad numbers. Uh, what number do we get again? I think we got like uh, 30 maybe. Something like that. Did we double down? I'm not doubling down because I think. They're 30, yeah, we got 30 to one. I'm not doubling down. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Like I said this about the Houston. Like I don't think Houston deserves to be, you know, the the chalk, the the top, the shortest odds to, you know, win this whole thing. Uh, outside of Texas, like, I don't know. I could see not like the West region where it's loaded. Um, I think this is one of the weaker, weaker uh, regions, and rightfully so. Uh, Houston, I believe, is the second overall one seed. Um, mm-hmm. be, fun to, be fun to watch here. I love this Indiana-Kent State matchup. I, I don't hate that you know, that money line play on Kent state and kind of, kind of hedging that futures ticket a little bit. Exactly. Got to get strategic. Um, this next 12, five matchup, I believe is the trendiest underdog pick of the tournament. You got Drake taking on Miami. Are you one of them? The, and the spread, you know, uh, kind of dictates that this is going to be, you know, a really fun matchup. I actually, on my notes here, under uh, games to watch, it, it's my first game, Miami-Drake. Um, I believe the line's sitting at, at two, uh, Miami minus two. Donnie, but on the line movement note, this thing, like, has been moving like a train toward Drake. Like, uh, Miami's money line initially was, like, minus 165, minus 175. There's minus 120s now. I mean, wow. But the spread hasn't moved much. I believe that's hovered around two and a half. Two, the money line is where you were seeing the the numbers shift. And I'm that might make me end up on Miami here. You know, in, in Jim Laranaga, Miami, we've seen these teams make runs uh, come March. And they, their guard play is so good. And that, and that can win you a lot of games in this tournament. Um, I'm sticking with Miami here. It's kind of, it has to be profitable to, you know, uh, fade these real trendy teams in the bracket. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to grab this minus 128 at FanDuel. I think that's going to be the best number in market rather than laying the two and a half. Um, so I'm with you there, man. That you're, you're making the bet? Yeah, yeah. Let's find the best number and uh, I'll be on the money line too. Cool. Um, this next one, Iowa and Auburn. I want to get an updated line here because I feel like this one has uh, also been moving a bit. Let's see. All right, we got we got ones, and we got a one and a half at BetMGM, but it's we'll call it Auburn minus one. What um, 
What about the money line? Earlier this morning, I locked in a 108 on Fanduel on Auburn money line. Um, that is still there, and it's the by far the best number in market if you like Auburn. Yeah, I'm I'm on Auburn here. Uh, like I said, locked it in earlier this morning. What just worries me is is Iowa and its defense. You know, Justin, uh, defense 167th in the country. That's not going to cut it. Um, I think we see an early exit from Iowa here. I'm on. What Auburn. are they on the offensive side though? They got to have one of the better offenses in the nation. Let me check. Uh, let's see here. Third, third offensively, third. but but I talked about it earlier. When shots aren't falling, can you get stops? Can you find other ways to win games and just you know outscore teams? Because it's tough to do in this tournament. Um, Auburn's a scrappy team. Uh, you know, Bruce Pearl have them. You know, ready to go. Uh, we saw that they had they have players that that made them the number one team in the country last year, and they're back. Um, maybe not as good as they were a year ago. They lose uh, some players to the NBA draft, but. But I like Auburn to get through this first matchup here. I mean, one note with Auburn, since, uh, let's see, like mid to late January, they've only won four games. I mean, and those wins were against Georgia, Missouri, Mississippi, and they did beat Tennessee at home in the finale. But, I mean, this team's losing a lot of games. First-round exit to Arkansas, I was trying to get around on them. Um, fuck it. I'm with you, Donnie. Let's ride at Auburn. Yeah, it's just tough to, you know, bank on a team that, yes, Iowa has a very good, um, their offensive numbers check out, but this defense, man, it's it's tough to back a team in the tournament. Uh, it does worry me. Like you said, Auburn's not playing their best basketball. Uh I don't know. I think they get through this first-round matchup here. All right. The final game that we'll get into today is Houston and Northern Kentucky. I don't know that there's a whole lot to say here, but what I'd like to do is, and again, we'll cover the whole bracket, the other side of the bracket tomorrow, but for today, Donnie, if there is one underdog on this entire bracket that is barking, who is your your top underdog best bet? I'm putting you on the spot here. I would say watch out for um, over in the East region. This Oral Roberts team. You know, let's go. I I know Duke looked great through the ACC tournament, but they shot the lights out. Can they really, you know, keep that momentum going and shoot the three that well? Um, this Oral Roberts team is rolling right now. Uh, this isn't a good matchup for anybody in the first round. And unfortunately, you know, Duke catches them. That'll be a game to watch. Uh, it would not shock me if, you know, if Oral Roberts wins. I had to cut the music there, Donnie, because I have been getting roasted. Isn't even the word I've, I've been a punching bag for the last two hours on Instagram. People laughing at my Oral Roberts ticket, I mean, mean words. Like, I'm not one to get to get shook up, Donnie, by these. These people think that's a laughable pick. And I'm telling you, man, when, when those were coming in, I threw another half unit down. I just, it's it's kind of sucks that Duke wins. I mean, how did, how did this happen, just to wrap the show up? How does Duke draw Oral Roberts here? That seems like 
a little bit yeah, of the shaft. It's a tough draw. I mean, Duke had their stretches early in the year where they looked, you know, downright bad. Um, have bounced back from that. You know, uh, Lively's playing better. Some of their fresh, other freshmen are, are playing a lot better. But it almost feels like those wins over Miami and Virginia, um, they might have peaked. So I, I love Oral Roberts. Would not shock me at all if they, if they win this game. Duke has big heads coming in. I'm telling you, they're confident and they're right where I want them from a fade standpoint. But um, we're out of time for today, Donnie. We'll be back tomorrow to cover the other side of the bracket. Um, really appreciate you joining me, and all the bets will be up on SteadyPicks.com and, uh, today. Anything else before we, we roll out? For sure. We uh, Let's enjoy, you know, not the sexiest matchups, but we got, we got March Madness starting today. Let's enjoy it. Yep. Don't sleep on those first four games. Go Sun Devils. We'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>